All right. Hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the process of elimination and how do we figure out what do we do in certain situations as a as a coach and as a as a teacher and even even in life because sometimes there's a couple good options and how do we figure out what works for us, what works for our program and how do we go forward with that because I think, especially now, there's so much information out there. There is an abundance of data that we can draw from. And how do we limit that down so we can make the best decision possible for our situation? Because our situation is unique. But it's but it's not to some degree because I think all, all football programs fall into a couple different categories. And, you know, some programs have, you know, a bunch of different advantages socioeconomically as far as their roster. Some are really disproportionately uh, disadvantaged and some some are in the middle. So I think there's really three categories there. But how do we weed through the information that's out there these days? Because I was just Googling – a definition. So I was looking up the, I was looking up the world, the word world view and oh my gosh, I mean, you could, there's 10 pages of Google searches right now, right now, right? So there's 10 different, not options, but there's pages full of options of for one word. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of elimination that needs to go on these days as far as our process because we can get really bogged down i know i can i can get really bogged down in the weeds so to speak when i'm trying to go through something so if you just research let's say for example you want to be a a 4-3 defense cool type in 4-3 defense on on google and you're going to get a bunch of uh, information. And if you don't know what you're looking for, it can be overwhelming. I remember a couple of years ago when coach Huey.com first came on the scene, that was more than a couple of years ago, but yeah, I was talking to a, my head coach at the time and he said, you can just get lost in there because there's so much information. And I think maybe years ago, that it was important to go find information. Let's go seek it out. Let's go maybe take a long road trip. Let's go uh, call somebody on the phone. Let's let's go somewhere and find this. I, these days, I don't think that's the case. I think now it's, if you're willing to look, there is a, not just a mountain, there are mountains of information available uh, to us as coaches. So we have to go through the process of elimination to begin to try to understand hey, what's going to what's going to work for us because we can't commit to everything. And I know for me in the off season, I, I've talked about this in podcasts that I've done this off season. You have to find what can I become really good at, and then try and go do that. And I know there's different philosophies of that. There's some people that will say, Hey, we're going to install a lot and 
try to get a lot in and try to get good at or average at a, a bunch of different things. I, I just know that's not the way my mind works. My mind is very, uh, it very much enjoys finding something and be trying to be really good at it uh, and having answers, but do something that you can do over and over again. And you, you know, the answers to the problems that are going to come up because I think it's great to have scheme and have a lot of scheme. I know Kirby smarts talked about that. Uh, there's different coaches that I've talked to this off season that have talked about that, but I just, I don't think I can, I can, I can do that because there's other coaches that would say different and uh, they would say different things about that. They would say, Hey, let's try to be really good at what we do and have answers to the problems that are, that are presented. I remember I was talking to Gus Malzahn when he was a head coach at Auburn. This was when, after the 2013 season, when they went to the national championship game and he was coming to our school to recruit a player. And, I remember talking to him. It was just me and him in the coach's office for some reason. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where our head coach went. But it was just me and Gus Miles on, and uh, he got up on the whiteboard and was drawing up some defensive schemes to use in high school. And it was like three high safety stuff. I mean, this is he was doing that in the early two thousands. He was way ahead of the game there. And then he we were talking about having having answers and he said, man, on offense, I, I only have a handful of answers to what I see. So if we get in a formation, they give us this, this look on defense, we're going to run that. And he said, I got a couple different answers and when those work, so he he'll go back to a different play. And that's how his call sheet structured. That's how his brain structured. And that stuck with me. That's been almost 10 years ago. And yeah, it's something that I think about daily because I think about football daily. That hey, let's let's just have a limited number of answers that can that can help us because I know as a coach, especially in high school, what we're practicing. I know in West Virginia we play JV games on Mondays, and so that really only leaves us with Tuesday and Wednesday of a for for a full practice. And then Thursday, sometimes we're still in shells and, but it doesn't give you a lot of time during the season. So, you know, I would prefer to have JVs on Thursdays, but that's, it's not the world that, uh, that we live in here in West Virginia. But yeah, so how do we execute our offense and our defense with a limited amount of time? And we don't meet before practice. That's not practical at the place I'm at. And then after practice, it's not really practical as well. Uh, we have kids that live, you know, up to an hour away from the school because we have one high school in our county. So, you know, they're going to come to us for practice. We're going to practice. They're going to go home. And how do we eliminate things that are unnecessary going forward? Because I think in the summer, you can install anything on air, right, or on, or on bags, Right. Cause it all looks good then, but when the bullets are flying, what, what can we execute? And there was a, like another coach years ago, he used to tell me that football's organized chaos, that when that ball is snapped, that man, it's going fast. And do you want your guys thinking, 
right? Do you want your people? Now, I think you need to process during a play, right? Let's have some awareness of what's going on. But in high school, I would rather focus on the fundamentals and being physical and being tough and playing hard. Then I would rather do that than, hey, let's try to have a whole lot of scheme because then it takes away that time. You, you, we all have a certain amount of time. And I know for me, I'd rather spend more time on fundamentals than, hey, let's just drop a new play here uh, to try to take advantage of, you know, what they're giving you. Now, if they give you something that clearly can be taken advantage of, <laughs> you definitely will uh, will use something in our in our playbook. But it needs to be within your scheme, within my scheme, right? Uh, you know, when I talk to our assistant coaches, I'll, I'll say things like, hey, let's make sure that when we suggest answers, it's answers that are in our playbooks, right? Let's not try to come up with something new and different because we have answers to all situations in our playbooks. So give me something that we do. Let's not make something up off the cuff and then try to do that. It needs to be practiced, right? Let's not run things in a game that we have that we have not practiced because, yeah, I've seen that work maybe once in my career, but usually no. Usually it's that's a bad, bad deal because it hasn't been practiced and your players are thinking to themselves, man, coach doesn't have an answer. Coach, coach is grasping at straws here. And that's not a good, a good place to be, right? Let's uh, let's use what is in, is in the playbook. So, I think when I think about process of elimination, it really comes down to to commitment. And I'm looking at a, a slide here from our uh, offensive, offensive playbook, and it talks about the pain of commitment. Because when we cut things and we have to get rid of things, it is hard. Right when when we when we all spring clean or you know maybe everybody takes stuff to goodwill in the spring whatever time type time of year you do that sometimes that's hard and it doesn't seem like it would be hard that's just stuff but there's an attachment to those things and it's hard to get rid of stuff sometimes and I think that it's necessary right so we need to look at ourselves and look at Hey, what do I really need? What have I used? And if you haven't used it, if I haven't used it in a long time, do I really need it? No. Now, if it's like if it's winter clothes, right, and it's summer, that's a different deal. But you know, let's say it's in your playbook and you haven't used it in three years. Why do we keep it? Uh, you know, is it a certain end of game scenario? Sure, you have to keep that, right? You have to have your end of game defense and last play on offense, that kind of stuff. But if it's a base, supposedly a base play and it hasn't been called much at all, or it was called only a couple times last year, get rid of it. There's no reason to have it because obviously you as the play caller or even you as an assistant who's suggesting plays have have not thought that it was good good enough to be called in the game. Now, has it been called in practice? Sure. I think we sometimes things get called in practice because you just want to look at it. But if it's not getting called in the game, I wouldn't carry it. 
because uh, it's just slowing you down, right? It's, it's, it's just excess weight. And sometimes that's hard to get rid of that because maybe that's a favorite play of a coach, right? Maybe it's something that you ran as a player that you like. But yeah, it's just, it's just not you. I was, I was watching a, a video and it was talking about, it was Brett, Brent Venables talking about uh, when Coach Stoops first got to Oklahoma, they, Coach Mangino and Coach Leach were on the offensive side of the ball. And Coach Mangino, who ended up being the head coach at Kansas, was talking about how much he loved power and they can do this and that with power, down, down, kick, wrap. And Mike Leach looked at him and said, well, that's great. You can practice it all you want, but I'm not going to call it in a game <laughs> so or in a practice. So, yeah, it's, sometimes, and I'm sure Coach Mangino was not happy with that, but it didn't fit what they what they were trying to do, right? So sometimes there's things we like, but it doesn't fit the overall philosophy of what you're trying to get accomplished. So there is some, you know, some pain of commitment there, right? So commitment can be painful. It's, hey, you're trying to be good at your style of offense, defense, special teams, off-season conditioning. And there's going to be rough spots to that. I, you can't you can't say, oh, it's, this is always going to go well and there's not going to be any problems. But any good system has answers built in. You just have to have to execute it, right? And I think that you have to like you have to be ready to see it through if you believe it can be done. Because one of the worst things that you can do is just throw something away because hey, it's not working because of something you as as a coach can control. Oh man, yeah. Now, sometimes do injuries play a part, right? Let's say you have a bunch of injuries, have to modify what you're doing. Sure, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Or somebody gets healthy, right? Or a dynamic player moves into your district or something of that nature. Please, yeah, make some modifications, do that. But, and I've been around this as a coach, people will say, oh, it's not working. So, you know, let's blame some, something that doesn't need to be blamed, right? Let's say the other team uh, just has that much better players, or maybe the coach isn't coaching it well enough and it needs to be coached better, or maybe we need to try somebody else there, right? It's not, hey, we need to throw away the system. It's we need to look at how do we practice it? Are we practicing it better than the other people, right? So, I mean, I think I think all of us as coaches think, hey, we're going to practice better than our opponents. And I don't know how true that is, right? I don't know that that's really true. But we should think that, and our players should definitely think that, that, hey, we're going to really work and dive into this because there's going to be resistance. There's going to be things that happen in a game that don't go your way because the other team is coached too, and they have good players too. So – Let's not try to add things when things are going going poorly. Let's let's look at ourselves. Hey, what's our philosophy? What are we trying to get done? What are the answers? Maybe the answer is we need to go back to the basics and be better at just blocking and tackling. And then it's amazing how much the better the scheme gets because we're better at the fundamentals. So, man, thank you all for listening. I really uh, you know enjoy the feedback. 
I get on these podcasts. And y'all just have a have a wonderful day.